Welcome to the Vegology Podcast with your hosts, Jenny and Matt Morris, as they spread peas and love. Join the moles on this exciting exploration into the plant-based lifestyle. Everyone is welcome in this judgment-free zone from the veg veteran to the veg curious. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the plant-based stylings of Jenny and Matt. Hello and welcome. Welcome back, folks. This is our Thanksgiving Spectacular episode. Yeah, it's Thanksgiving again, and here in the United States, a lot of households will be celebrating, and we are going to give you a small glimpse into what will be on our table this year. Yes, so this episode is all about our Thanksgiving menu, and we have six fantastic recipes that we're going to be sharing with you, and we'll review them, and we will also be giving them to you. So definitely want to check that out. We'll talk a little bit more about that later and how you can gain access to that. But for right now... Matt, before we go into all the delicious recipes, which I'm super excited about, only a couple more days, uh, let's talk about our happy haps, which we don't have many. Yeah, we don't have a lot to talk about in the happy haps this week. We typically have a new food product to highlight, but we've been kind of eating light in preparation for the huge meal we're going to have on Thanksgiving. So we can just talk about what we're going to be doing Thanksgiving has become a bit of a tradition. We are going to be taking part in the drinking aspect of the Trophy Trot. (laughs) Now, a brewery across the street from us is called Trophy Brewing, and they have a 10K every Thanksgiving morning where the race ends up back at the brewery and everyone has some drinks. Yeah, so Trophy opens at, I think, 9. So that's typically when everyone will start filtering in from the race. Now, again, like Matt said, we're not running the race. Uh, That's not really what we're doing. We're just going to go down to Trophy and meet up with some friends while we're there. Uh, A lot of our friends are actually in the race. We have a few. So... Yeah, so we're just going to go hang with them like we do every year and have a couple drinks. And then after that, we walk home and start making our Thanksgiving meal. Starting our day off right with a couple drinks. And I'm not going to lie, we're usually a little tipsy. Yeah, when you have beers for breakfast, it tends to get you (laughs) tipsy. I know. (laughs) But yeah, so that is really how our Thanksgiving morning goes. And then we'll make a big meal. And sometimes we'll have friends trickle in and out to say hi. Now, both of our families, if you listen to the podcast, you know, are in Pennsylvania. So it's just us down here family-wise. So it's really a Friendsgiving for us. So if we will normally, see people either they'll come over or later in the evening we'll go to someone else's place and just kind of hang out and enjoy Friendsgiving, which is what we like to call it. We sure do. And that's really our happy haps. Just uh, wanted to let you know about how we spend our Thanksgiving and no new food to report or news at this time. And if you're really curious, we'll tell you, we made a big batch of cabbage soup and that's what we've been eating. Yeah, we've been living off cabbage soup for the week. Um, (laughs) Which is fantastic. I absolutely love cabbage soup, but... We make it often. Yes, but a nice, healthy kind of detoxy way before we stuff ourselves on Thanksgiving. All right, so Maddie... What are we stuffing ourselves with? I know that's what everyone wants to know, right? Yeah, so we're going to go over the meal plan for our Thanksgiving, and we're going to 
touched base on six different recipes here that will make up our Thanksgiving dinner. And as Jenny said, we will make these all available to you. So we hope you give them a try. Yeah, and this one's a good one this year. I'm really excited. We added uh, something new this year that we haven't had in a while. Not that we never had it, but uh, I'm super excited about that. But first up, we're going to talk about our main dish, which is something that we absolutely love. We've had this the past two years and really enjoy it. And that is a lentil wellington. Yeah, the lentil wellington's fantastic. And it seems like it's making its way into being our staple main dish on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And of course, it's a plant-based version of like a beef wellington. So it's a beef wellington, if you're not familiar, is like a beef that's wrapped in puff pastry. But we are going to be making a lentil loaf, which is wrapped in the puff pastry. And it is absolutely fantastic. And it sounds like it would be something complicated to make because it sounds all fancy and stuff. (laughs) But it's really easy and doesn't take a whole lot of time. And it's absolutely delicious. So it's a pretty simple You just saute uh, some veggies, you make some lentils, and what you're going to do is just combine all of it and form it into a loaf, and then you're going to wrap it in the puff pastry and just bake it. And again, it is so easy. It doesn't take a whole lot of time. It only takes 40 minutes in the oven. It is seriously, it's super easy and it's really, really good. Now, what we do is as far as the veggies, we just do carrot, celery, onion. We do some garlic cloves and then we will throw, we'll also uh, toast some walnuts and throw that into the lentil mixture as well and some panko breadcrumbs. So we just take kind of, and then some seasonings, of course, and then we'll just mix it all together, form the lentils into a loaf and then wrap it up and it's really good and again super easy that's the best part super easy you don't have to thaw anything out four days in advance (laughs) (laughs) and put it in the oven all day and it's incredibly healthy (laughs) it's so healthy and you know the lentils are so good for you and loaded with protein and it's just it's a really really good meal that you don't have to feel guilty about so that is our main dish and I, I will say we're not doing it this year, but in years, uh, previous years, we've done a what I called a beet Wellington, where I kind of made the same thing. It was like a lentil Wellington, but I would stuff it with roasted beets. And we're not again, we're not doing it this year. I don't have it on the recipe for you. However, it's super easy. You just roast some beets and you slice them up and then you can put them into the puff pastry wrap. And it's really, really good. So highly recommend doing that if you're feeling a little more ambitious. And then next up, we have a couple sides. Uh, Most of them traditional, but the next one is something that we haven't had in a very long time, but we have it on the menu, and that's just simply maple roasted carrots. Yeah, it's a super simple dish, but it's quite flavorful, and I'm looking forward to it this year. As you mentioned, it's been a little bit since we've had it, and I enjoy it. 
Yeah. So if you can find them, I totally recommend that you get rainbow carrots just because it looks really pretty. (laughs) It looks pretty on the table, but any carrots will do. But it's simply just a couple ingredients, carrots, olive oil, tamari or soy sauce. If you don't have tamari, maple syrup, salt and pepper. That's it. So you're just kind of want to take all of those ingredients except for the carrots. You're going to make a sauce out of it. And you're just going to whisk it up and then you're going to pour it over the carrots and roast it in the oven at 400 degrees. And it doesn't take that long. And it is so good. Yeah. And the rainbow carrots won't add a different flavor than regular carrots. But when you can get more colors on your plate, that's always good. Absolutely. Good point, dude. All right. Next up, we have our traditional stuffing or dressing, if you call it. We call it stuffing. Um, A lot of people call it dressing, but it is my absolute favorite part of the Thanksgiving meal. Always has been. You do love your stuffing. I love it. If I could just have stuffing and some gravy and a little bit of mashed potato, I don't even need like a big, I, that's all I, that's it. I could just have my stuffing I'm gonna and I'm going to say gravy. that since you're making the meal, you could do that. Oh yeah, good. <laughs> no, but I do like the the lentil Wellington. I just, you know, I know <laughs> it's definitely going to be. I'm going to be picking at it all day long. Is that stuffing? But the stuffing, if you haven't made it yourself, now I know that stovetop stuffing is a traditional. Uh, the box stuffing that um, I know we used to have as kids growing up. That's what my mom made. And, you know, the, uh, not all of their stuffing is vegan friendly, but you can find vegan friendly stuffing out there that's already pre-made where you just add some like water and then put it in the oven. But to make it yourself, it's really not that hard and it's so much better. So it's worth the effort in my opinion. And so we're giving you the recipe for that. And it's really just taking a loaf of bread and some, you know, veggies like onion, celery, carrots, some vegetable broth, some herbs like thyme and rosemary and sage, you know, all the normal stuffing flavors and putting it all together and baking it in the oven. And it again, it's really easy to do yourself and I highly recommend. It's a little more time consuming just cause you cube the bread and then you need to let it sit out. So that way it gets a little dry and stale. You want as much moisture out of it as possible. So that way that bread soaked, soaks in all that broth and all that, that flavorful goodness. But again, it is really easy and highly worth the effort. It's so much better than those box stuffings that you get at the store. Right. No doubt. And I can hear you're getting passionate just talking about it. I know. I'm so (laughs) excited. My mouth is like salivating right now. Like I'm just, I'm really, really looking forward to it. And I don't have it. Like this is something that's crazy because I love it so much, but we only have it once a year. Like we don't eat stuffing any other time during the year. It's only on Thanksgiving. But that's okay. It just makes me more excited about it when the time comes. And then next up is a staple for us, uh, normally on Thanksgiving and actually throughout the year, uh, the fall winter months, is roasted sweet potato and Brussels sprouts. So this is really healthy and really good. And again, if you think you don't like Brussels sprouts, please try this recipe because I used to not like Brussels sprouts. I hated them. Okay, I thought they were disgusting until... 
I learned the magic of roasting and now I love them. Roasting transforms vegetables. It transforms the texture. It transforms the flavor. And it really, if you've never had them roasted, I encourage you to try it again. And this is a a great place to start. So as far as the roasted sweet potato and Brussels sprouts go, it's pretty much what it sounds like. So what we normally do is we take uh, sweet potatoes and Brussels sprouts And then we also put, mix in cranberries. And one year we did fresh cranberries. One year we did dried cranberries. It doesn't matter. It all tastes good. So whatever you can get your hands on and what's easiest for you. And then we also do one cup of walnuts. Now, normally I might do a different nut in this dish. Walnuts go great though. Don't get me wrong. But one way that we like to save money is that we're already using walnuts in the lentil wellington. So we're gonna stretch that a little bit. We're already spending money on it. We're gonna have some leftover because we're not using the whole bag. So now we're gonna you know, put that into the roasted sweet potato and Brussels sprouts dish as well. So we do that. And then it's just uh, sweet potatoes, Brussels sprouts, cranberries, walnuts, olive oil, salt, and pepper. That is it, super simple. And it comes out of that oven with such a bold, delicious flavor that you're absolutely gonna love. Yeah, this is one of my favorite parts of the meal just mm-hmm. because I absolutely love Brussels sprouts. I can't imagine a world where someone might not. So this is one of my favorites. Yeah. You got me to try Brussels sprouts again. You're like, you got to try them. They're the greatest. And then, yeah. Because there was a time, and I, I talk about this all the time. I've talked about it on the podcast. It's like there was a time where I didn't really like a whole lot of vegetables, especially cooked vegetables. And... I found out later after I became a vegan and had to teach myself how to cook and then eventually went to culinary school. And, you know, I I realized the magic of roasting them because growing up, I never had roasted vegetables. That just was never anything that passed my lips. We always had them boiled or I don't know just mushy and and kind of gross and I think that's why I never liked them so it was really all about the preparation and and that changed my whole world um all right so next up we have a staple every year mashed potatoes and it's a staple just because it's so awesome it's so freaking awesome (laughs) now I don't really need to go into how you cook mashed potatoes. If you don't know how to make mashed potatoes, well, I don't don't know what to say. (laughs) But if you've never made vegan mashed potatoes, maybe maybe that's a different story. So if you're new to the podcast and you're just now like reaching us and you're just now exploring a plant-based diet, then I, I guess it does make sense. So I will go over this. So it's really just taking potatoes. You're going to use almond milk or whatever plant-based milk you want. Uh, vegan butter, like earth balance, salt, and pepper to taste. That's it. Simple ingredients. Potatoes, plant-based milk, plant-based vegan butter, salt and pepper. And it's really pretty easy to make. And mashed potatoes are just absolutely fantastic. Okay, so those are our main dishes for the meal. So we have... Four sides, and I know that seems pretty crazy for the two of us, but we have one main dish, four sides, and of course, 
we cannot forget dessert. Dessert. Yes. Now, Matt and I are not huge. We don't really have big sweet tooths, okay? So to get a whole pie, we'd end up probably tossing it or giving it away, which is fine. But just a little bite of something is perfect for us. So what we decided to do this year is make pumpkin pie truffles just little bites of pumpkin pie and they are delicious so we haven't made these in a long time and i don't think we've ever mentioned them on the podcast before it's something that we normally make in the fall but super simple to make the pumpkin pie truffles the ingredients that we use are just the pumpkin puree we use medjool dates to sweeten it pumpkin spice We use oat flour and then crushed graham crackers. So what we'll do is we'll just mix all the ingredients together aside from the graham crackers and mix it all, combine it all together and just taste it. See if we need to add any more pumpkin spice or any additional flavoring and just like a tiny little sprinkle of salt. Also, I forgot to mention that, but that really brings out the flavor as well. Not a lot, just like a less than a pinch, just like a little tiny baby pinch. The dashiest dash. Yes, dashiest dash. Thank you, sir. And then we'll roll them into balls. We'll put that in a food processor. We'll roll them into balls. And then we will take crushed graham crackers and we will roll the truffles in the graham crackers. And it's just like a little pumpkin pie bite in your mouth. And they are so, so good. So that's what we decided to do. And yeah, we're not just going to have just one. I mean, no, of course not. But it's good because we'll eat a few and then we'll just freeze the rest. And they usually last us pretty long because we usually double up on the batch and have a bunch of them. And yeah, we'll just freeze them and, and eat them when we want. They're, they're good frozen too. Nice frozen treat. But yes, so that's our dessert. And that's our menu. That's exactly what we're going to be making on Thanksgiving Day. All of this stuff. And again, none of these dishes are complicated. They're all easy. They're all inexpensive to make and all 100% absolutely delicious. And I just realized that Chloe, our cat, (laughs) is snoring in the background. So if you've been wondering what that noise has been, that's just our sweet Chloe snoring. Yeah. I I don't know if you can hear it, but I'm just like, wait, what's that noise? (laughs) She's sitting here just snoring away. It's so funny. Um, Okay, so yes, that is our menu, and hopefully that inspires you, and I really hope that you try, you know, either take the whole menu and make that yours, or you can, you know, just make one or two dishes, whatever floats your boat, and we hope you enjoy it. Now, aside from this menu, we do have a couple other items that we just want to bring to your attention. Now... There's other things on the table besides these, that main and and the side dishes and the dessert. What else, Maddie, is essential on Thanksgiving? Well, in our household, it is the Pillsbury Crescent Rolls. Yes, Crescent Rolls. We love them. (laughs) We absolutely love them. And yeah, they're always on the table. And the Pillsbury are vegan-friendly. They're accidentally vegan. And also Trader Joe's has a version of crescent rolls that are vegan also. So definitely look at the ingredients when you're looking at different crescent rolls because I think most of them that I've seen are are uh, vegan friendly. 
And then some other accidentally vegan items that you might want to consider for your table if you don't feel like making things from scratch. So you have the crescent rolls. You have Costco apple pie. And that is a large pie. It is large. (laughs) That's going to feed an army. (laughs) That'll last forever. We have done the pie ourselves in the past. like, And I think it lasted us like a million years because we froze it. Uh, But... Yes, Costco apple pie is accidentally vegan. And then also Trader Joe's jumbo cinnamon rolls are also vegan, which we have not tried yet, surprisingly. We have not had them. So we definitely want to give them a go sometime soon. And in a future episode, we'll definitely give you our review of that. Uh, Also, I didn't know this. I recently found this out. But the Pillsbury grand's southern homestyle buttermilk biscuits that is a mouthful (laughs) that's a mouthful but they are also vegan friendly and another thing to consider is the marie calendar's frozen fruit pies that you see in the frozen section of your grocery store all except for the pumpkin pie and the southern pecan pie they are vegan friendly also And again, always look at the ingredient list for these because companies switch up their ingredients constantly. So the last we have known, all of these are still vegan friendly, but definitely check your ingredient list just to make sure. Yeah, because we just found a product that we've bought for years at Trader Joe's. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden they changed the recipe and now it is no longer vegan friendly. It's not vegan friendly and we're very disappointed, but... I just am in the habit of always looking at the ingredient list. And I don't read through the entire thing all the time. I'll just look at the allergy section at the very bottom of the ingredient list. And if it doesn't say like dairy or flag like dairy or anything, then it's usually pretty good. But I'm just so much in the habit of looking at ingredient lists. It's a part, just a part of my normal shopping experience that I just happen to notice that they put, what was it? They, they put, milk, put in it. milk in it now. So it pisses me off. <laughs> but anyway, so those are just a couple accidentally vegan items that we wanted to point out, especially the crescent rolls, because I know a lot of people add them to their Thanksgiving table. So just know they are cool. And then lastly, if you don't feel like making the lentil wellington or go into some huge seitan project to make like a vegan turkey, then there are options at the store. A lot of different options for you as far as roast go that you can have in your Thanksgiving table. And a couple companies that you can see almost anywhere, any grocery store would be Field Roast, Tofurky, Gardein, Trader Joe's, and Whole Foods 365. They also have their own brand. Now, out of those five, the only one we haven't personally tried is the Whole Foods. Yeah, we've had the other four. They're all good. And just like you said, there's plenty of options if you want to go that route. Exactly. And I will just say that the Tofurky one gets a bad rap, I think, from a lot of people. But I think it's good. I think it's good, too. Yeah. So... I'm sure that when you look up these products and are searching for something to get, just take others' comments with a grain of salt. I mean, obviously, you want to listen to other people, but I don't know why people are so, like, against the tofurkey. I Well, trust me, there are plenty of people out there that love it. But sometimes you see a lot of negative reviews about it. And I just want to point out that I do not agree. Well, there you go. <laughs> 
But I, I will say out of all of those, probably my favorite, the field roast one is so good. It is. They're all good though. They are all good. But I think, oh, the field, we haven't had that in years and I just love it. But anyway, all good. So those are some other options for you as well. All right. And that is it. That is our entire menu for Thanksgiving, what we'll be eating. And then also some additional ideas for you uh, if you want to give that a go. Yes. If you decide to try one of our recipes or all of our recipes, please let us know and send us a picture. Yeah. As always, we love to see what you're doing. We love it. When you get excited about the recipes that we share and discovering new foods. And so definitely let us know. Um, if you want to, you can post it on Instagram with hashtag Vegology Podcast. We would also appreciate that. And then lastly, if you like this episode, please share it and give us a good review. We would greatly appreciate it. It really does help us reach more people and spread the good plant word. Please and thank you. Please and thank you. All right. We hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving, spending time with friends and family, and we will chat with you in the next episode. Peace, Peace and love. love.